Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. It's the Adweek podcast where we talk about marketing, media, technology, pop culture, because in the end, everything is an ad. This is a very special episode. I'm so excited about it. Uh, we have a, a tremendous project to share with you uh, that goes live today as you're listening to this. Uh, we have for the last, oh, wow, it's it's been, it's been over a month. I forget exactly when we started this. Uh, we have been working with a wonderful team. Uh, based in Ukraine or uh, from folks who have uh, who have left Ukraine over the last uh, two months uh, amid the war. And uh, we basically handed over an entire issue of Adweek uh, to our peers and uh, designers, editors, writers, illustrators uh, in Ukraine, from Ukraine, to take over an entire issue and to make it uh, whatever they wanted and whatever they wanted the world to know about Ukraine, about what is happening in the country right now. And uh, with me to talk about that are the three editors who ran this issue. Uh, like I said, this was fully staffed. More than 20, I think we ended up with well over 20 uh, folks working on this issue, uh, all of all of whom are outside of Adweek. So with that, I'll start by introducing Hannah Rodinko, who is our editor-in-chief for this issue. Hannah, uh, you and I have been working closely together for uh, many weeks now, and it is such pleasure to be at the the finish line and to have this issue ready to go. Thank you so much for all your work. Thank you. Hello. Uh, thank you for uh, inviting us. Absolutely. So, Hannah, let's start, uh, and, and then I'll introduce our other two guests, uh, too. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, okay. I'm uh, an editor. I am the editor of Sport Mag. It's uh, a journal at uh, the Sport online school for creatives and i create great stuff uh, there in time for students for creatives of all kinds and that's all <laughs> i think 
Well, Hannah is tremendously humble. Uh, she has been the absolute center of this issue. Uh, it, it it takes a very large team here at Adweek to put together each issue of the magazine, uh, and Hannah has been running that uh, completely uh, from uh, from where she is based. And uh, and with that, uh, the one of the first steps that Hannah did was assemble a team of editors to help along the way. And we've got those editors here uh, joining us. So uh, Sophia Pelopiuk, uh, thank you for joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. I'm very excited to join this conversation. And also Dasha Andrushenko. Uh, Dasha, it's been such a pleasure working with you. Thank you so much. It's so great to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you for inviting, and it was also a pleasure to work with you. Thank you. Well, so let's uh, let's get into it, Hannah. We'll start with you about we when we reached out to you uh, a while back about uh, taking the lead on this issue. How did you put together this amazing team? In addition to the two editors uh, with you here today on the podcast, uh, you you put together. Uh, basically a support team of two dozen illustrators, writers, uh, and uh, all sorts of designers. And how did you go about putting together this team? Uh, Well, you know, it was fast, actually. Uh, I started with uh, the deputy editors. Um, Dasha, um, actually, she is the person who connected me with Adweek team, the Angry Agency did. Uh, and she has extensive knowledge in the creative market. And of course, I just wanted her to join uh, to make this issue because I knew that her vision and her feel uh, is just awesome and we need her. Uh, and uh, Sophia um, has uh, just profound experience in media, digital media, and I loved her uh, feminist uh, outlook. And I share it a lot. And I just wanted to have uh, her in this team because of this and because of knowing uh, the market from the other side, from uh, telling about the market. And that's why we started uh, as three. And then each of us invited illustrators, designers, etc. people we have worked with and people uh, we recommend each other. And very soon, a great team was assembled. And obviously, as I've mentioned, the issue is out now. Uh, If you are a subscriber to Adweek, you will uh, get a copy of it. Uh, And uh, it's available, all the content's available for free, no paywall, uh, on our website. And you can also order uh, individual copies. Uh, if you're interested, we will have a link in the stories there uh, to, to buy a, a single copy of it. Uh, and I should say that all the money from this issue, uh, first off, we, uh, so normally when, uh, you know, when we run ads in the magazine, uh, that goes toward Adweek as a business. Uh, this time we used the advertising revenue in the issue uh, to cover the printing cost and the distribution of the magazine and then to pay all of the talent that Hannah and the team put together. Uh, all of them were paid at the highest end of, of Adweek's freelance rates. And then after that, any money left over uh, would go to Ukrainian charities. Uh, they're helping with the humanitarian effort. Uh, I don't have the final number yet as we record this, but it's around $75,000 uh, that we raised through this project. So tremendous thanks to the advertisers who supported this. You will obviously see them in the issue and on the website. Uh, but just a tremendous amount of support from the industry, uh, and we really appreciate it. Uh, but this was uh, – just wanted to be clear that this was completely a a project aimed at raising awareness of what's happening in Ukraine, about the creative community there, uh, the diaspora of people from that community that have spread uh, around the world, and – 
and also to help the ongoing uh, humanitarian crisis created by uh, the all-out war uh, that is being perpetrated against the Ukrainian people. So, Hannah, before we go to Dasha and Sophia to talk about this, tell us about your, if you're comfortable sharing your experience at the beginning of the war and how you managed to to reach safety. Um, well, I spent two weeks in my home city, it, it, it is Sumy. Um, and I, uh, I stayed there until uh, there was physical ability to come out because uh, for two weeks we just couldn't get out or uh, there was a very high risk of getting um, uh, getting killed in the, uh, in the road. So I just waited until it was physically possible. And then I left. Uh, I had no car. I didn't have anyone who could pick me up um, among my uh, friends uh, because they either left or didn't have a car either. Um, so a family I actually didn't know before, uh, they just they said, uh, you know, you can jump in our car and we'll, we'll go there uh, to, to, to the border. And I said, okay. Um, it was uh, uh, it, it was a tremendous experience, actually, because you know um, I lived um, an ocean of emotions, all kinds of emotions, from anger to hope, just um, just really all kinds. And I think that this um, this experience this experience changed me actually a lot, and. Um, when I was uh, assembling the team, this point, uh, the point that this person should know what war is, uh, what uh, he, he or she should leave this war, at least for some time, was crucial for me. Because uh, what we experienced have, um, has changed us. And I wanted to show this field in this issue as well. Uh, and the other point is that I understood that there was something that helped me survive, and this was the core. And I wanted to show the core of the, the creative industry of Ukraine in this issue too. Uh, just show the core that helps us all survive and maybe uh, the core that will help us go on and live on. Yeah, it's been so amazing and, and inspiring to see the, the way that Ukrainians have come together for each other, uh, that Ukrainian Americans and, and people of Ukrainian descent from around the world have rallied uh, for people from their home country and from their families. So I, I have friends here in America who you know, have always been proud to be Ukrainian Americans, uh, but these last few months, I think it has just really changed them to feel like they are part of something that they have such tremendous pride in a, a community, even if they've never been there, they feel such a strong sense of pride and, and, you know, a desire to help and give back. And you just, sadly, you don't see that every day. You don't see people coming together and helping each other out. And there's been so, so many stories uh, coming out of Ukraine and around the world of everything people are doing to help. Dasha, tell us about yourself, about um, you know, who you are professionally, and uh, and then if you're comfortable sharing wh where you were at the at the beginning of the war and how you've changed your life since then. 
So in my usual life, I'm creative uh, producer at Angry Agency. It's creative agency and uh, uh, we uh, based in Kyiv. Um, and um, um, the war uh, for me, uh, it's, it's like the second uh, time when I uh, lose my home because I'm from Donetsk and uh, I lost it like uh, eight years ago and now I... Uh, I lose it the second time. Uh, so I was in Kiev this day, and uh, but we um, went, away, went away with my friends like in the first day when it starts. And now we are uh, on the west side of Ukraine uh, in the mountains. <laughs> That's why uh, sometimes I have a really bad connection here. Uh, but uh, we are still in Ukraine and we uh, keep going. We are doing projects as creative agency. And uh, in this issue, it's my first experience experience as an editor and it's a great experience and that's it <laughs> wow uh, you have been uh, such a wonderful editor to work with and uh, I, I can't say enough about it i've been a big fan of angry uh, the agency where dasha works for years uh, angry has done some of the best uh, just different work i don't really know the right word for it and i'm sure angry also has trouble uh communicating the kind of work it's not just ads they create really fascinating ideas, and it's an agency I've just been intrigued by for so many years. And your team were the first uh, – I mean, I feel a little bad saying the first people I thought of, but in terms of our industry, when the war broke out, um, Angry was immediately on my mind because it has always been such a stellar representation of the Ukrainian uh, creative spirit and what made it different. Uh, so it was an honor getting to have you on this team and getting to work with you. Thank you. Uh, Sophia, tell us about yourself and and how your life has changed since the war began. Uh, yeah, usually and right now I'm an editor, a journalist and screenwriter. Uh, usually I focus on uh, creativity, culture, human rights issues. And uh, I'm born, uh, in, uh, I was born in a town in the west of Ukraine called Lutsk. But for the last eight years, uh, I was living in Kiev. Uh, but during uh, the first day of war, I was actually in Lutsk visiting my parents. So I woke up from the messages from my friends in Kiev uh, that like they hear explosions. And then like 15 minutes after I heard the first explosion in my city in hometown. So uh, first days were like uh, very stressful. Like I think it was like I don't know, the, the most stressful days of my life. But after that, uh, uh, I understood that uh, work and volunteering uh, and feeling that you have something to contribute is something that uh, keeps you afloat and uh, makes you feel uh, that you can uh, somehow change the situation. So after that, I started like in two, three days, I got back to work. I somehow volunteered to... Uh, like the media I used to work with because the news editors were working 24-7 and they needed some time to sleep. So I was just like covering them for five uh, hours uh, since like uh, they just wanted to rest. And yeah, so um, my strategy since was uh, work, volunteering. Uh, that's something that keeps me uh, afloat since then. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that there's there's more important things than work. And I mean, there are more important things th than work, but I think any of us who've been through grief or through a, a very difficult time, 
I and, and obviously this my my own experiences have been on a much smaller than level than than what you've been going through in the last two months, but that work can can be a nice way to get your mind off things. That's <laughs> and <so> and <laughs> I feel like with each of the three of you, you found a way to work. And this is true of many Ukrainians and many of the folks we write about in this issue. Uh, have found a way to keep working, but at the same time, really accomplishing something amazing, really helping a greater cause. You're not just, you know, b- you know, budgeting ads for a YouTube campaign. <laughs> You're creating messages that are have really helped Ukraine win an information war uh, against Russia. You know, this famous uh, entity uh, that has had this propaganda machine for so many decades. And yet when the war began, Ukraine has won every single step of that information battle to be getting the message out there to the world and to show what's happening. And I don't, I personally don't think that would have happened without folks like you, without the people that are featured in this issue, really working nonstop uh, to, to get that message out there. And so, Hannah, on that note, what do you hope that this issue accomplishes, that the the people that we featured, whose writings or that we wrote about, what do you hope that accomplishes? Um, well, you know, um, before I had a feeling that Ukraine remains, you know, a terra incognita in some way, still. Uh, people know about Ukraine, but people don't know about Ukraine. And uh, I really hope that this issue will uh, help them discover the DNA of Ukraine and Ukrainian creativity. And um, I didn't want this to be, um, uh, you know, a booklet of Ukrainian creative works full stop. No, uh, I, I wanted it to become... Uh, you know, a list of ingredients we mix to create something special. Um, you know, maybe a reference guide of what we can uh, do within our country and what can uh, we can offer to the world. So my uh, ambition uh, is to um, make this issue uh, a great uh, reference point for anyone who would like to uh, know more about Ukraine. I, I know it's probably hard to play favorites, but do you have an article or a piece or even an illustration that's in this issue that has really resonated with you, struck you th- the most, or the, and that you think about the most? Uh, well, you know, I love just all the pieces of content uh, in this issue, of course. Uh, but I think that uh, my favorite is the last one. Uh, it's a piece written uh, by Inna Chut. Uh, she is uh, CEO uh, at my school, uh, the sports school. Uh, and she, um, her point is about the future, what um, we will get in, in the coming months and how to deal with it, how uh, creatives can uh, fill some gaps, maybe become stronger, uh, become um more resilient to face the challenges uh, we will have and how education can help them face these challenges. So I, I like I like thinking about the future. I like thinking about the next step always. So um, 
that's why this column is my favorite, I think. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, we're back and talking with the editors uh, behind this week's special issue of Adweek created entirely by Ukrainians. Dasha, what about you in terms of what do you hope, what kind of impact do you hope that this issue has on folks and around the world? Uh, well, let's just start there, and then I want to hear about one of you know some of your favorite pieces from it. But what do you hope? What, what do you hope that impact is? Um, you know, uh, not not like uh, a lot of questions about the future of Ukraine. And Hannah uh, told about her favorite uh, article, and it's about future. Um, but I think that uh, the future of Ukraine is uh, now. And uh, uh, I think that uh, what people should know about uh, Ukraine that uh, it's a great people, uh, talented, creative, strong teams, uh, and awesome brands, and um, um, how people can uh, support them, uh, uh, support Ukraine now is uh, to believe in Ukraine and. Uh, um, the best way to support is to use Ukrainian products, uh, um, I don't know, like wear Ukrainian fashion brands and use Ukrainian applications. Uh, and the best way to support creative market is uh, to give briefs to Ukrainian creative teams. Because uh, um, you shouldn't um, support Ukrainians' future it's better to support it now and it will support the future. And I think it's the main, um, it's like the core of this issue to show uh, the world how bright are Ukrainian creative teams, uh, uh, how great their people and that you can work with them right now. You shouldn't uh, wait for some special moment. You can do it right now. Yeah, that's a great point. And I, I will say that it's 
it's so easy to hire Ukrainian talent. It's not, it's once you, and and this goes back to the community effort that once you've gotten to know a few uh, freelancers, creatives uh, who are in Ukraine or displaced by the war, they will introduce you to several more. You know, it's not like people say, oh, you can only work with me and it's a competition. Uh, I, I think f- just starting out with the first few conversations that we had, and, and this issue is a is an excellent example, but you can get introduced to 10, 10 more. If you like working with an illustrator, they'll introduce you to more. And so I would really encourage everyone uh, to take a look at this issue, of course, and look at the illustrators, the writers, the editors, everyone who worked on this issue. You can reach out to any one of them. Um, but also just, you know, as you find new talent, ask ask for more. Ask who else you should be working with and, and send them the work uh, and send those briefs to uh, agencies like, like Angry. We've got several. We call out uh, quite a few agencies in this issue, uh, and all, all are really spectacular. So I would love to see, to your point, uh, see that. What, was there an article that you wanted to mention that people should take, specifically should be sure to, to read? Uh um, you know, I, I don't have uh, like one article that is my pride because the whole issue is pride uh, and it's really important. But I think that um, the uh, illustration we have on the cover is uh, really special for me because uh, <clears throat> it's uh, made by Vione. He's a Ukrainian artist, but uh, he's working all around the world. And he's doing it like the last 10 years. And he's bringing uh, Ukrainian tree, uh, Ukrainian culture all around the world. Because you can find his murals on a buildings like in every single city in uh, uh, Europe. And I, I think that even in USA. And right now you can even go to his exhibition in uh, New York City. You can do it. David <laughs> and um, for him it was the first experience like an artist for a cover because he, he he'd never do it before uh, but uh, he agreed to do it uh, for us uh, and uh, it's like my personal pride and uh, I hope uh, people uh, will like it. And we, we do have some information in the issue, too, uh, about the cover. The cover is rich in symbolism and mm-hmm. metaphor. It's also just a, a wonderful image, uh, even if you don't catch all of the metaphor. But uh, we've got some information in there, too, and uh, we've got it featured on our site. Uh, but, yeah, tremendously wonderful. So honored that he was uh, willing to work with us. And that's so amazing that it's his first magazine cover. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that until, until just now. Uh, Sophia, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your, and your um, I, I guess, what you want to see come out of the and not just this issue i don't want it to sound self-serving like this one issue is going to be a, a huge piece but i do feel that these kinds of projects are important um and, and especially to amplify voices uh out of ukraine what do you hope that all this work accomplishes uh when i think about it uh i think that's like the whole world can see right now how Ukrainians are resilient, how brave they are, how we are striving for democratic values and for freedom. And I think that uh, we will see many more examples like this in the future, uh, this tragic and horrible events um, 
they will be some kind of transformative for our society. They already are transformative for our society. And all these qualities we're showing right now will be uh, even reinforced. So like uh, Ukrainians will be more creative, more innovative, and uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Something that we'll see right now will be like 10 times more in the future. But uh, what uh, I agree with uh, Dasha on the point that uh, the future of Ukraine is being decided right now, and the best way to support Ukraine is uh, through collaboration. That's why it's really so amazing that we did this Edwick issue, because it's one of the examples of such collaborations. But if we talk about the creative community, they can uh, uh, hire Ukrainians, they can collaborate with Ukrainians, but, but also they can uh, support Ukrainians in the way of uh, uh, doing what they do best. So, for example, creatives can create ad campaigns, uh, billboards, uh, visuals, art uh, to support Ukraine. And it's something that we mentioned in this issue in one of the articles. There are already existing initiatives that you can join uh, to uh, like to support Ukraine uh, the way they can, the way you can do best. And uh, I hope that uh, you. Like people who read this uh, issue will explore uh, this side of Ukrainian creativity as well. Oh, that's that's so wonderful, and I, I just wanted to say too, you know, as you were talking about that, I was thinking that it's just been such a joy working with each of you um, over this past uh, you know, month, and and. It, it feels I get really emotional thinking that it's it's at the end. I mean, obviously, just because we're putting this issue out. But then at the same time, I know that we will continue finding ways to work together. Uh, we will see each other that this is um, once you build a relationship with people like each of you, it doesn't go away. You don't do one project together and then say, well, that was fun. <laughs> and never see them again. Um, and so I really think that to me, that's what I hope. If if people outside of Ukraine have not already experienced that, I think they will as soon as they work with it, with anyone, whether it's creatively, journalistically, uh, on an illustration, for a campaign. You you build a bond with those folks, and you want to keep working with them. And I want to keep working with each of you. And I know we will find a way. Uh, this will not be a a one issue only. Uh, and then uh, I. I I'm so excited to continue uh, working with each of you, following each of you, and um, you know I will I will have you each in my thoughts too over the next few months. I think if nothing else, once when you know people somewhere, it is not it is not a news headline that you read each day. It's it's people, and it's with each person I've met uh, in Ukraine coming out of Ukraine uh, since the war began in February. It's felt so much more real and so much more uh, personal, and you can picture those people. And I know for you that that's that's your life. You know that uh, you know everyone you know is there. Um, but I, I hope again. I hope if if my my goal for this issue is that people reach out, they find new partners, and that they really see this as a, a human crisis that, that's happening, and that they can help, that they can be a part of it. So. David and uh, I wanted to thank you for um, having us in a week for giving us so much freedom with everything. Uh, with thank you for supporting us uh, in each point. This was awesome. This is awesome, and uh, thank you for your huge uh, 
warmth and uh, really support. Uh, it's something. Yeah. Well, thank you, Hannah. And that's that's. I'm getting very emotional now thinking about just. Uh, you know, and and I'm so proud to have been a part of this. But it's the three of you. It's to each of the contributors who really just have so much to be proud of. Uh, this I've been with Adweek for 15 years. Uh, I've never worked on one project I'm more proud to be a part of. Um, I've never worked with a team that has been so incredible every step of the way. And um, yeah, so it's. It's been an amazing experience. I cannot thank each of you enough, all of our contributors, everyone who supported this issue. Uh, it's it's really something. So um, I would encourage everyone, check it out. It's it's in print in Adweek. It's on adweek.com. It's all free, like I said. So um, I hope you'll check it out. I hope you will share it. I hope you will connect with Sophia, Dasha, with Hannah. And uh, if you'll be at the Can Lions, uh, all three will hopefully be there as well with us. Uh, so come find us. And uh, with that, thank you each for, for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. Uh, this podcast was produced by Al Manorino and edited by Lane McGivney of Batwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Uh, stay up to date on all things in the Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at, at Adweek Podcasts. That's at Adweek Podcasts on Twitter. And if you have a question, suggestion for the show, just want to drop us a note. We're at podcast at adweek.com. That's podcast at adweek.com. For Adweek, I'm David Greiner. We'll be back next week. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.